You're listening to The Very Brave Podcast, the podcast for women who are looking to find their brave and take more bold steps in life. We'll be chatting with women from all walks of life about redefining bravery away from just physical and heroic battlefield acts and being more inclusive of emotional, moral and spiritual bravery. The very things women the world over are participating in every single day. If you're ready to be inspired by stories of feminine bravery from across the globe and you know it's time to make your next bold move, then get comfortable, grab a coffee and let's get started. Hello and welcome. I'm super excited to be speaking today to Lorna Deng. Hello, Lorna. Hi, Rachel. How are you? I am very well, thank you. So today we're here to talk about redefining bravery, but I'd love to hear about uh, you and your background and uh, what you're up to at the moment. Yeah, so my name is Lorna Deng. I am a South Sudanese a refugee that migrated to Australia over 20 years ago. And my journey to Australia was uh, was quite complex. And then in terms of integrating and getting settled into Australian uh, society was also uh, you know, quite a challenge. So I run a social enterprise called DivTel. And DivTel is essentially an online job board that helps connect employers to uh, black, Indigenous and people of colour job candidates. And that was really based on my personal experience as a job seeker that struggled to find work. It's a, it's a challenge that many people from underrepresented minority communities face today. And, and that's essentially why we exist. We want to create a more inclusive future of work. And other than that, I'm a HR professional. I've worked in HR for the past eight years and I have grown up in Melbourne but recently relocated to the UK. Wow. So congratulations on being named one of uh, Australia's top 10 female entrepreneurs. Thank you. So you've come to Australia as a refugee. Uh, You've now moved to the UK uh, I imagine that um, we've got lots and lots to talk about in terms of brave moves uh, that you've made. Mm. But first of all, can I ask you, uh, what would be your own personal definition of bravery? Today, if I think of society and and how there's so many projections out there around how you should be as a woman or how you should be as a black woman um, or how you should be as a heterogeneous individual there's there's so much out there in society so I I think that today when I think of bravery it's about being authentically yourself Mm. and in in the society we live in there's there's unfortunately so many people out there that have have a voice that that is not being heard and have so much potential to offer if I think of a job candidate that may have worked in a different country and comes to Australia and and is unable to find a job as an example and there's so many people out there that are just sadly not living authentically so I think being able to express yourself and and be open and honest about who you are and be unapologetic about that in today's society especially I think that's really brave I agree with you. How do you think that we got to the point where we couldn't be authentically ourselves? 
it's it's hard to pinpoint sort of one one reason, but I think if I think of society today, we're so connected. Um, I think of social media, internet. We're constantly being fed images of other people and and what we should be um, as as kind of projected as and defined by society. And in in an other other sense, we're also so disconnected because we're kind of behind screens and you know using phones or um, whatever channels we have out there. So it's quite it's quite an interesting dynamic, and I think that has probably played a lot into it in the sense that, you know, there there is so much opportunity. I mean, there's so much pressure for individuals to portray themselves in a certain way and and it's very easy to feel that pressure and, you know, we think of keeping up with the Joneses and, you know, even just the simple term of, you know, work-life balance. There's just this, we're such a busy society, there's so much going on and, and I think that certainly plays into why we can't just be ourselves because you think of the Instagram highlight reel where we're just constantly being portrayed these perfect images. So I think that that's potentially played out, played out in, in the sense that why we can't authentically be ourselves. You are listening to the Very Brave Podcast. How do you know when you're being brave? What do you see? What do you what do you feel? When I'm being brave, I I know if I truly believe in something, um, irrespective of what anyone else thinks and irrespective of what anyone else will say or how they might perceive me and not putting anyone else's opinions before what I authentically believe in, mm-hmm. I, I know that's when I'm being brave and, and there's many instances you know, launching a job board in the middle of a pandemic when many businesses have, you know, stopped hiring as an example. That was one thing where logically you would think um, maybe probably not the best time to, to launch a business. But in my mind, I, I know why I was running my business, DivTal. It's to help candidates who have faced challenges finding work and, and, and that was my why, that was my purpose. And with the pandemic, we know that, Many people lost their jobs. These were individuals that were already struggling prior to the pandemic. And mm. with that, it, I guess, exacerbated the issue in, in the sense that these are people already forgotten. And with the extra pressure, I guess, extra competition, it just meant that I knew that I had to launch this business to support these people that that needed that support. Um, so that so I think it's really knowing what you want to do and, and going about it and being relentless. I think that, yeah. that's been brave. So often when I ask women that question, they will answer uh, similarly uh, to you. So, you know, doing something that you just, you get this feeling about and, uh, mm. you know, you might have other people around you telling you, hey, maybe you shouldn't, maybe that won't work, but, you know, you proceed anyway. So they often talk about that there's a fear there first. Was that something that you experienced launching the job board or was it uh, some other type of uh, sensation or emotion that popped up for you? Yeah, absolutely fear. It's I couldn't sit here and say it's something I didn't experience. I think I still experience it today and it's I think it's the fear of failure, fear of am I equipped to do this? Am I smart enough to do this? Do I have the right people around me to do this? So there's it's a constant, constant thing in terms of 
you know, deep down, you know what you want to do. You have this vision of, of how you want the world to be and you want to do what you can. But there's always that, that little voice in the back of your head saying, okay, what if, mm. uh, can you, or really questioning it. So it's something that I think if you have a, a purpose that is so strong and you wake up every morning, you think about it and you cannot see yourself not working on this problem or solution whatever it is that that helps I fight that fear mm. but fear is fear can be a motivator as well because you know fearing that we're going to live in a world where there's going to be a large group of individuals that can't find work that's a, also a, a driving a driving motivator for me to continue to do what I do so it can be looked at in different aspects you are listening to the very brave podcast And was the job board on the cards uh, to be launched in 2020 anyway, or was it spurred on by the, the job losses of the pandemic? So it was a plan all, all along. So we'd planned to launch back in April and and have this in-person event in, and, you know, invite kind of close friends and family and, and networks. However, it was pushed out a couple of months after, you know, my co-founder Betty Ofo and I were discussing, okay, this is the world we're living in. We've, things have dramatically changed. And it was something we'd worked on for years in the past. So it, was, it, was, it wasn't something that kind of came out of blue. So we had worked on it for four years prior to that and lots of conversations. So we ended up deciding the pandemic happened and just decided to launch anyway, just knowing the need, the need was still out there. and was greater than it, what it was as we were kind of planning. Yeah. And we've mentioned the fear and um, and proceeding in the presence of that anyway. And I've sort of come through this process to identify that overcoming the fear, you need to summon courage. And often mm. that comes with a like a physical reaction, you know, feeling butterflies in your stomach or even nausea or some uh, ladies report it's a, a, a goosebumps all over when they recognise that like they're at a, a decision moment or a crossroads and they, they need to pass through. So courage comes first in order to do the thing and then bravery is often something that we um, find in reflection. So uh, you and I talking here today about the launch of the job board, you know, we have enough perspective um, from where we sit today to look back and go, yeah, that was really brave, you know, in that market to to do that anyway would you agree with that courage comes first and then bravery we we determine later yeah I think to have courage you need to have a, a level of confidence and something deep down without you may not have all the answers or the the knowledge around how to do something you know I was a first-time business owner never run a business in my life so I had didn't really know what to expect. So there's definitely an element of naiveness on, on my end. But I would certainly agree in terms of needing that courage mm. because that is that's the fuel, that that's what gets you started. And we know that there's plenty of people out there that have all these incredible ideas and ideas that could probably be really incredible things today, but without that courage to to know that you can start and know that you are the person that is able to do this or run this business or solve this problem, mm. it's it's difficult to get started. So I think that that is certainly the fuel that's to, to get something started. 
Have you experienced in uh, in your life, especially in your career, with the launch of the uh, with the job board? Have you experienced uh, people around you suggesting that you shouldn't do something, but you've gone and done it anyway? Like I think because the nature of the job board did tell, you know, we're a social enterprise. We are supporting underrepresented minority individuals that have struggled to find work and. We also fall into the diversity and inclusion space where there's a lot of individuals or many organisations and people that really deeply, passionately care about this this space. Mm. And so I probably found the contrary where it's everyone saying this idea is great, you know, go go for it, do it. It's needed, it's 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 wanted. Yep. And and so and the very few times we've had individuals say, or question, okay, how is it going to work? What does it look like? Is is it the right solution? You know, that's been helpful because, yeah. you know, as running a business, you know, and we know that nine out of 10 businesses fail within the first couple of years. And so getting that honest feedback and not criticism, but constructive feedback or mm-hmm. someone else pointing out a different perspective that you probably won't see because you know, people around you constantly think that's a great idea, do yeah. it. Um, go for it. Yes, I don't know if that answers your question, but essentially, um, so yeah, so I found that I probably wanted more people out there to tell me it's not a good idea and 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 why, because that mm. helps me find different perspectives and and different gaps that I probably haven't thought of. Ready to wake up every day and live your bravest life? Sign up today for our 365 Days of Brave, and you will receive a daily brave message from Rachel Evans herself directly into your inbox, completely free of charge. Go to bravemedianetwork.com backslash 365 and sign up for your daily brave messages today. It's great that you had, um, well, both the uh, support, but also the constructive feedback. I imagine that that's not necessarily the case for um, some of the people that you're representing when, you know, the the marginalised and diverse, when they're uh, seeking employment, that that's not always the case for them. No, and and unfortunately not. And and it's something that's, that happened 20 years ago when we first migrated to Australia. My dad couldn't find a work, which, which, which led him to go back to Africa and continue working there and supporting the family from there. And I experienced it, my co-founder experienced it when we were entering the workforce. And it's something that's still happening today where you know, people are, because of systemic um, processes in organisations, recruitment systems, still not getting a fair go in terms of being able to find a find a job. And these individuals that have the skills, they've got the experiences, they've got the attitude, they want to work, but because of all these processes in place that don't favour them, they're, they're just completely getting locked out of the recruitment process, unfortunately. So what can we all do to uh, help improve this situation? I think as individuals, it's about looking around you and looking at circles and and really ensuring that you are around people that represent the, the community. So in the sense that you're constantly having conversations with people that are different, different to you. That's how you learn. That's how we become more tolerable of people that may we may see as other. 
from an organization's perspective, we know that there's a lot of conversation out there around diversity and inclusion. There's a lot of, it's, it's a very visible, visible space, but in terms of organizations actually taking tangible actions to improve the diversity within the organization and improve inclusiveness, it's, it's, not, it's not quite there. So I think it's as an organization to say, do we represent the, the community? If no, what can we do about it? And being committed to do something about it. And, and as a society, I think you think of government and and all these big corporations, there's certainly a role to play. If we think of the leaders of these organizations and these government bodies, are they representative of the community? They're the ones making decisions on our lives and, and our livelihoods. So if we don't have that representation at the top and they're making decisions for everyone, we're not going to see change in in our society. It's going to remain as it always has been. And we, we, we're not going to be inclusive to everyone to make sure everyone's voices are heard, everyone's needs are met, and, and everyone just has an equal level playing field. So if we focus back to women specifically, how do you think we encourage more women to make more brave moves? I would say representation matters. You know, the more that we see women out there, you know, in these leadership positions and, you know, we've started that and it's not even just about the first. We've, we've had that conversation before. We've talked about the first or the second, but how can we make sure that within organisations, within government, we are seeing women, we're, we're celebrating all the incredible women that are out there because there's so many. There are so many incredible women out there that are doing incredible things. And I think that's where it starts. So these young girls growing up can can see the world and see themselves. That's how we start to make changes because, you know, you can't be what you can't see. And I think we're, we're starting that journey. We're getting better, but we've still got a long way to go. I think of pay gaps and, and you know, us and women in leadership roles. And as you're completing this whole campaign around you know, women aren't being recognised for the work they do. And it's been a long, long-standing issue. And it's about time that we see women for who they are and their contributions to the society because we do so much. Absolutely, we do so much. You are listening to The Very Brave Podcast. So, Lorna, um, you mentioned that um, you've moved to London the the job board is a bit over a year old now, but I imagine that um, you have a few more brave moves left in you. Can you share with me uh, what your next brave move might be? Yeah, well, at the moment, it's really just getting settled into to London and getting that transition happening. I really came here to, again, continue to grow my career and get that global experience and and now it's just really thinking of what that future is for DivTal. If I think of the UK as a society and in terms of where they are in that diversity and inclusion journey, there's so much to learn here from what they've done locally that, you know, I would hope to be able to bring back to Australia and, and implement and, and just get a different perspective overall because it's such a, we live in a big, big world and there's, so many different countries doing so many different things. But ultimately, with DivTal, the idea is to, to not exist in the future because, you know, we are 
as a social enterprise, we exist because there's people out there that are struggling to find work. And so as so long as we exist, but the problem exists. So we are working actively to create that inclusive feature of work to ensure that that don't exist as a business going forward. We're just not needed. So that that is the focus for the next step for DivTel. And I can't uh, think of, I've been in business for a long time and I can't uh, recall a business owner telling me that their goal is not to exist in the future uh, because they won't be needed. I think that is absolutely profound. So I, uh, I definitely, it's a strange thing to actually hear myself say, but I hope you're right. I hope you don't need to exist in the future. I, I imagine... Also, you know, moving to uh, to London during the pandemic is also a brave move. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I think when I left Melbourne, there was around, you know, 500 cases and you're going here and there's tens of thousands. It's just certainly a very different mentality in terms of approach to COVID and one that, yeah, took a bit of getting used to. But, yeah, I think, yeah, it's something that it was a bit of now and never for me. So I just took the leap and decided to do it. But it's it's been great ever since and haven't regretted it yet. Well, Lorna, congratulations uh, on DivTel and mm-hmm. on moving countries twice. And uh, I'm I'm sure that the difference that you're going to make in in this space uh, is going to prove to be the difference for so many people. So thank you so much for sharing with me today uh, and sharing your ideas around bravery and courage. And uh, I look forward to seeing what is next for you in your space. Thank you so much. And thanks for having me. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Very Brave podcast. If you like this episode, please follow us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen. Also, remember to give us a rating and review. I'll be reading out reviews on future podcast episodes, and I'd love to share your insights. For more information and additional resources, check out the website at www.therealrachel.com and www.bravemedianetwork.com. I love hanging out on Instagram as well. So make sure you follow me there at The Real Rachel Evans. And let's continue this conversation. I look forward to chatting with you next time.